A listener note. This podcast discusses topics related to domestic violence. Please be advised. Welcome to Narcissistic Abuse Rehab. I'm your host, M, and today I'm going to give you 10 signs of emotional ghosting. Emotional ghosting is a form of neglect where one partner emotionally disconnects from the relationship, causing confusion and pain to the other partner. It can show up as emotional withdrawal, ignoring the needs of their partner, and cool indifference to the relationship. The effects of emotional ghosting can be just as harmful as physical ghosting. It's especially painful when it reopens abandonment wounds from early life. Because of its passive-aggressive nature, emotional ghosting can be difficult to spot. So today, I'm going to give you 10 signs of emotional ghosting and some tips on how to recover. Number one, absence of communication. You experience your partner as disinterested in discussing your thoughts. When you begin a dialogue with them, they're non-responsive. You observe that they're not really paying attention to what you say, or they may answer you in monotones. They may ask you to repeat yourself. Sometimes they may not even answer you at all. Number two, Absence of emotional intimacy. When you share your feelings with your partner, they're disinterested and apathetic about your emotional experiences. There are no follow-up questions. You don't get the sense that they identify with you or relate to your point of view. It's as if nothing you say connects with them. Number three, absence of physical affection. When you initiate physical intimacy or affection with your partner, you notice that they pull away. If they consent to physical intimacy with you, you get the feeling that they are just going through the motions and there's usually little to no eye contact. Instead of feeling desired, cherished, and adored, you feel like your partner is using you solely to meet a need that they could meet with just about anybody. Number four, absence of support. When you seek emotional support, your partner is emotionally unavailable. They may make facetious remarks or try to belittle you for reaching out to them. Some of the things clients have shared with me in my practice about opening up to a partner who has emotionally ghosted them are terse remarks like, here we go again, or I don't want to hear about it, or I really don't care about that. The bottom line is a partner who has shut down emotionally doesn't have your back and they are no longer psychologically safe for you to open up to. Number five, absence of validation. When you seek validation for your feelings from your partner, they're unwilling to affirm you. They're not bothered that you're being vulnerable or that you are opening up to them and extending trust to them. You get the sense that they've switched off. In fact, you're more likely to feel more alone after opening up to a partner who has emotionally ghosted you. Number six, absence of empathy. When you share your perspective with a partner, you get the feeling that they're not interested in understanding your point of view. 
They don't put any energy into putting themselves in your shoes and contemplating how their behavior might be affecting your self-esteem or mental health. This is probably one of the most heartbreaking parts of emotional ghosting because if you should get injured or fall sick, you get the sense that your partner is likely to respond with complete nonchalance. Number seven, absence of trust. When you ask your partner to open up to you, they're not willing to share their thoughts or feelings with you. They don't bother telling you how their day was, and they may be evasive about where they go and who they see. When you ask what's wrong or how you can work together to make things better, your partner leaves you out in the cold. Number eight, absence of commitment. When you talk about future plans, your partner shuts it down. You get the feeling that they no longer value the relationship and they're unwilling to work through the issues. For example, you might mention planning a vacation or buying a new car together and they may say something like, now's not a good time, even if it is, or let's wait and see. The bottom line is they're not willing to put energy into common goals with you. Number nine, absence of engagement. When you seek to spend time with your partner, they avoid it. When you check in with them, they may not take your calls and they may leave your messages on red. You notice that they're no longer checking in on you during the day. They're not interested in coordinating their schedule with yours. They keep their engagement with you to a minimum. You feel like you're surviving on emotional breadcrumbs. You realize that their relationship with you is not something they prioritize. In moments of clarity, you know from their behavior that they've got one foot out the door. Number 10, absence of love. Your need for being treated with kindness and respect goes unmet in your relationship. You can't shake the feeling that they're indifferent to you and don't seem to care about you. You no longer feel valued or cherished. Your internal dialogue may even find you wondering if they would care if something serious happened to you. Based on their low effort and general nonchalance toward you, you get the sense that they wouldn't care at all. So why does emotional ghosting hurt so much? According to Developmental Behavioral Pediatrics, Emotional neglect is, quote, a relationship pattern in which an individual's affectional needs are consistently disregarded, ignored, invalidated, or unappreciated by a significant other, end quote. Prolonged experiences with emotional ghosting, otherwise known as emotional abandonment or emotional withdrawal, can damage a person's sense of self. In her book, Neglect, the Silent Abuser, how to Recognize and Heal from Childhood Neglect, Enid Gray explains, quote, I believe neglect to be the foundation stone of outright abuse. Although many neglected adults have developed ways of denying, justifying, and minimizing the abusive behavior they experience in relationships, end quote. Emotional ghosting is a painful, subtle kind of abandonment that can give rise to feelings of profound sorrow and intense loneliness. When an inconsiderate partner ignores your feelings and needs, it can wreak havoc on your self-esteem. Moreover, 
it can reawaken memories of similar experiences of emotional neglect in early life. So, why do people emotionally ghost others? There are many reasons why. Emotionally unavailable people ghost partners. A benign motive for emotional neglect might be that the person is preoccupied with personal struggles in their own life and doesn't have the capacity to give their partner the emotional support they need. Common reasons why a highly narcissistic person might emotionally ghost their partner might be that they come into a romantic relationship in the guise of a false persona. Upholding the ruse can become exhausting, especially when the novelty of their romantic partner's validation has worn off. This is when the narcissistic person is likely to start devaluing their partner. For example, they might offhandedly start a rivalry between you and someone else by implying that the other person is superior to you in some way. Or they might blame you for the fact that they no longer have the energy to maintain their false persona and tell you to your face that they think you're boring. Because they lack empathy, they don't end the relationship because they still want to access its benefits. Narcissistic people put a great deal of effort into grooming their partners and they usually want to continue to have access to the benefits associated with them as they seek new sources of validation. Because they are self-centered, they tend to be oblivious to the pain emotional ghosting causes their partner. Moreover, if another source of validation captures the narcissistic person's interest, they may emotionally ghost to manipulate their partner into ending the relationship due to neglect. In their view, if the partner breaks up with them, the narcissistic person can play the victim while pursuing their new love interest and come up still smelling like a rose. So, how do you protect your mental health from emotional ghosting? As painful as emotional ghosting can be, remember, you have agency. With a little bit of courage and a lot of focus, you can turn the experience into an opportunity to grow in self-love. If necessary, as you're coping with emotional abandonment, seek support from a mental health professional to help you gain clarity about the situation. So here are three tips from me to you to help you move forward when you've been emotionally abandoned. Number one, prioritize self-care. If you're being neglected by your partner, step up your efforts to look after yourself emotionally and physically. Start doing wholesome activities that give you peace and strength, like exercise, meditation, and spending time with friends and family. Number two, communicate your needs. Emotional unavailability doesn't mean that you should shut down. Set boundaries with your partner. Let them know what you are feeling and what you need from the relationship. Number three, seek support. If necessary, seek support from a mental health professional to help you work your way through the pain and confusion of emotional abandonment. They can help you gain clarity about the situation and map out a workable plan to create the future you want. They can also help you gain insight into the underlying causes of emotional ghosting in your relationship and discover healthy solutions. In summary, 
emotional ghosting can be just as destructive to a relationship as physical ghosting. If you think this is happening to you, it's important to take action and protect your mental health. Identify your needs and communicate them clearly to your emotionally detached partner. Be sure to reach out to people in your social circle for support and consider developing a strategy with a mental health professional to move forward. Guys, that's all I have for you today. Now it's your turn. If you're watching this message on YouTube, please share your thoughts, opinions, and experiences in the comment section below, and I will personally respond to you. If you found this message helpful, please like and subscribe to our channel. Also, share this podcast with a friend who could use this message today. We're building this channel for you to help you on your healing journey and to spread awareness about dysfunctional behaviors that can have a negative impact on our health. If you'd like more of my help, visit NarcissisticAbuseRehab.com and click on the link to coaching. If you'd like to send a private message, write to hello at NarcissisticAbuseRehab.com. Guys, that's it for now. Be good to yourself and we'll talk again soon.